Talking Wellness at Memorial Care Health System. It's time for a weekly dose of wellness. Here's Deborah Howell. And welcome to the show. I am Deborah Howell, and today we're going to ask the question, is direct-to-consumer genetic testing right for you? Our guest today is Molly Lehman, a licensed genetic counselor for the Cancer Risk and Prevention Program at the Memorial Care Todd Cancer Institute at Long Beach Medical Center. Welcome, Molly. So direct-to-consumer testing is sort of the name that we use to describe any kind of genetic testing that can be ordered directly by the consumer, sort of as the name implies. In other words, without a genetic counselor or a physician or other healthcare provider involved in the process of ordering the testing, usually it is ordered online and involves mailing a saliva sample from your home to a private company. Um, and direct consumer genetics can be, uh, encompass a lot of different kinds of genetic testing. Many people are familiar with ancestry testing, but also um, these companies can do testing for traits and for um, health-related conditions as well. Got it. So what are the benefits and risks of direct-to-consumer genetic testing? The main benefit of direct-to-consumer testing is the easy access of it. Anyone can order it, um, usually from the comfort of their own home, on their computer, or even from their cell phone. Um, sometimes it's less expensive than the testing that we can order clinically, and therefore it's accessible to a broader population. Um, but there are a lot of risks that come along with direct-to-consumer testing, one of the main ones being false interpretation of results, so either by the consumer uh, themselves or by a non-genetic healthcare provider. So if a person orders this testing to their home and shares this information with a physician who might not have a background in genetics, there is a risk that the results may be misinterpreted because genetic test results are pretty complicated and very nuanced. So they're, uh, it's pretty easy to misinterpret a genetic test result. Um, and for some people, privacy is a big concern as well. Um, with these direct-to-consumer companies, they're not necessarily protected by the same privacy rules that clinical genetic testing is protected by. And so some people have very valid concerns about how this information is being used and whether or not this genetic information may be shared with, uh, you know, someone who you might not want your DNA to be shared with. Absolutely. Now, what do the medical results of direct-to-consumer genetic testing mean? Right. So to really understand what the results mean, it's helpful to have a very basic understanding of how our DNA works. So DNA is sort of like instructions that tell our bodies how to work properly and how to function, sort of like a computer code that is actually 3 billion letters long. That's sort of what our DNA is. Mm -hmm. Direct-to-consumer companies analyze the DNA by looking at just a few thousand of those three billion letters in a single individual and comparing those letters to what we see in the general population. So if we see that a lot of people who carry a letter A, for example, at a certain position have developed heart disease, that direct-to-consumer company often sort of interprets that to mean that the, and anyone who carries a letter A may also have an increased risk of developing heart disease. But they're not necessarily looking at whether or not the DNA is functioning correctly. They're just sort of looking at a letter here and there and making a comparison to see if there might be something linked to that specific letter. Not the full picture indeed. So can a direct-to-consumer yeah. genetic test determine if people will develop cancer, for example? 
Right. So no genetic testing can tell us whether or not someone will develop cancer. That's sort of something we don't have the ability to test for genetically as of right now. We do have genetic testing available that can help us to understand if a person might have an increased risk of developing cancer compared to the average person. And something that a lot of people are familiar with is testing of the BRCA genes, or sometimes they're referred to as the BRCA genes. Mm -hmm. Um, And 23andMe specifically recently started doing testing for uh, three known mutations in the BRCA genes. And these genes cause increased risk for breast cancer and ovarian cancer um, and can cause increased risk for other types of cancer as well. Um, But what's important to understand is that the testing that 23andMe does for the BRCA genes only looks at three genetic mutations, and we can see thousands of different kinds of genetic mutations in these genes. So a direct-to-consumer test of the BRCA genes at this point in time cannot rule out the possibility that somebody might carry a mutation in a BRCA gene. This is such important information, Molly. Thank you so much. What are the main differences between direct-to-consumer genetic testing and genetic testing with a licensed genetic counselor? Right. So The main difference, um, as far as the test itself is concerned, is how comprehensive the testing is. So um, if we think about what I was saying earlier about how DNA works and how direct-to-consumer companies look at our DNA in sort of a limited way, by comparison, the testing that a genetic counselor or your physician could order actually looks to see if your DNA is working properly and it reads through the DNA in a more comprehensive way. So there are genetic mutations that a person may carry that would be missed on a direct-to-consumer test but are much more likely to be found on a clinical genetic test, so a test that's ordered by a genetic counselor or physician. Mm -hmm. Um, And then another thing that's important to remember is that testing with a genetic counselor also comes along with a personalized counseling session in which we take a detailed family history and discuss the meaning of the testing and what the results would mean. Um, And for many patients, that is very useful for understanding the results and feeling, you know, empowered looking forward with the information rather than not knowing what to do with the information. That's certainly a much fuller picture. So how can people determine if they're appropriate for genetic counseling and testing with a licensed genetic counselor? There's a lot of different reasons why somebody might be interested in having genetic counseling. If you have a personal history of cancer, um, if you have a strong family history of cancer, meaning that there are multiple members of your family who have had cancer, particularly if they had the same type of cancer, um, or if anyone in your family has had a very young cancer or a rare type of cancer, um, anyone that falls into one of those categories might be a candidate for genetic counseling and testing. Um, and really anyone who's just interested in knowing more about their genetic risk for cancer could consider having a consultation to just discuss their family history and what the risks might be for them to have one of these hereditary predispositions to cancer. Um, And for anyone who's curious, it's always worth a discussion with your primary doctor just to see if uh, there might be an indication there for um, a genetic counseling session. Sure, that's a great place to start with your own MD. Now, is genetic counseling and testing covered by insurance? I'm sure you get this question a lot. That's a great question, and it's... um, 
a somewhat complicated answer. Every insurance plan is different and has different criteria for when counseling and testing will or will not be covered. Usually, um, our counseling session and the genetic testing is covered by insurance dependent on a patient's personal and family history of cancer. So, there are some specific criteria um, that the genetic counselor in the session will usually go over with you to discuss whether or not the testing will be covered by your insurance. How can listeners learn more or make an appointment with a licensed genetic counselor at the Memorial Care Todd Cancer Institute? So the easiest way would be to call our office. You can call our office at 562-933-7475, which is 562-933-RISK. Um, but also looking online, memorialcare.org slash TCI. There's a lot of great information on there about our program and what we offer to our patients. Well, thank you so much, Molly, for your time today. I learned a lot. I think we got some fascinating info out there, and we really appreciate you being with us. Thank you. For more info or to listen to a podcast of this show, please go to memorialcare.org. That's all for this time. I'm Deborah Howell. Thanks for listening, and have yourself a wonderful day.